I try to tell him I'm one of the best thinkers of this class. I mean, I, I feel like Maybach music. Yeah, I'ma let the chips fall Niggas is Kimber walking, trying to see me pitfall Niggas is snoring like a synagogue Think about it, cinephobe Bitches probably couldn't get a drink about me They say I need some goddess But I think they need a stylist Bitch, you should see my wallet This bitch gonna need Pilates And you can't see Pilates Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast Episode 131 we Got a special Super Bowl post-game uh, episode for you Yep, we're here. Super Bowl reactions. Yes, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Super Bowl 55. It happened. We watched it. <laughs> we watched it. <laughs> Wasted my damn time is what I did. <laughs> so I, I'm going to start right off, man. I was, I was pissed off at what I saw. Okay. I like it. Uh, but let's Explain. start with positives, man. Matter of fact, forget positives, negatives. Give me your first reaction from the game. <sighs> That's I've a good one. Seen... That sigh was a great one, by the way. I've never seen a full team fold on their quarterback like this game, in my opinion. That's That's what I saw. Now, the Buccaneers, they looked great. But... They wouldn't be this in the Super Bowl if they weren't great. And the thing is, <laughs> the Chiefs, <laughs> they looked bad. That's the problem. It's like the Bucks didn't look any better than they've looked all playoffs to me. The Chiefs just looked absolutely worse than they've I've ever seen them look. Other than Mahomes, really. Mahomes was doing everything he could. And it just, They looked unprepared. They did. They look like they've never played the Buccaneers before. Man, where to start with the Chiefs? I mean, you're right. It was what 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 pissed me off. It was how much of a full team sell it was. Full team. You know, and and Mahomes is not absolved of blame. He just you know he had bad moments uh, on on a number of occasions. Yep. Uh, but my God, I've never seen such a such a great team collapse in every possible way. Yeah. Uh, and literally, you know, we, we kind of covered over the last couple weeks, like, our predictions for how the game could turn around. Yeah. Never would I imagined, never would I have imagined that the Buccaneers would look like the, the disciplined veteran team. And the Chiefs would look like the young, inexperienced, like, first-timers. I never would have imagined the Chiefs not scoring a touchdown. <laughs> I know. In a million years. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, where do you want to start? What, what do you think was the biggest uh, reason for their loss? <laughs> I can give one name. Vashad Breeland. <laughs> he played, like... Awful. He played awful. I probably would have cut him at halftime. I would say, hey, man, you know, I hope you like the weekend because you, you can go ahead and leave the locker room. You can go watch him because, like, you're done for the night. You could jump in, put on a little uh, bandages on your face and jump into the performance. Yeah, because you're done. He was terrible, man. Everyone blew past him. He had, like, he had three 
uh, pass interferences in a row at one point. I'm sorry, two in a row, and then like took a break one possession or one uh, down and got another one. I mean, it was terrible, man. The penalties were just disastrous. And I'm not going to lie, I think Tampa got a little bit of a home job. Not a lot. It, I, I don't think it was much at all. Other, The only blatant bad call to me was the, the interception that was turned away. Did they, Yeah, that was a really bad call. And and it was really, really bad because it was an interception. But I, I just think a lot of the calls were negligible because I saw them happening on the other side and it was nothing. It, I mean, they weren't happening as much because guys weren't getting even remotely open like uh, Tampa Bay's guys were. So it was kind of harder to see and harder to obviously determine it being pass interference. But it was calls that I've seen them let go a lot of times. Right. And especially throughout the playoffs. It was like uh, this, you know, like in the NBA, in the finals, it's a different it's a different set of calls, you know. Yes. And even in past Super Bowls, it's like that. They It's an elevated game. Like you have to win. And it, it didn't. Some of them were like that to me, other than Breland's. Really. Yeah, that that one late in the half, the unsportsmanlike thing was was, was so extra, super extra. Uh, and yeah, man. I, but again, none of the none of the even questionable calls were enough for Kansas City to get demolished the way they did. Exactly. Right. And the other thing is, I mean. He was hitting guys in the hands, in the face, in the chest. Yeah, there's a lot of butter catching. on the field. There had to be a lot of butter on the field. I can't I I've never seen anything like it. Kelsey dropped one right in his chest. Huge first down. Um the one that kind of got tipped to Tyreek Hill. But it, it still it got tipped but it still landed in both his hands and he didn't catch it. Yep. Obviously the last one the one that everyone is calling the greatest Super Bowl throw in history that didn't get caught. Um, I don't remember who he threw that to, but it hit him right in the face. On the one on the right side when he was laying yeah. down. Yeah, hit him right in the face. I thought uh, Pringle made uh, like a spectacular catch off of one of those like backyard throws. Yeah, but he was just slightly out of bounds. The one in the back of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, and. Yeah. Just out of bounds. It was just, it was just small things. It was like they would get open enough to catch the pass. He'd get it to him somehow, and then they don't catch the pass. Um, but you know, like you said, it's not all the rest of the team. Mahomes missed some guys wide open, especially early. That first quarter, he had some guys. When they showed it back, I'm like, yeah. okay, there was two guys wide open. And, and I thought he made. He made the pressure look a lot worse than it kind of was some of the time. Yeah. Because he was so quick to get out of the pocket. He was. He was. Uh, and I thought there was just a couple, you know, there's a couple times when he could have made an effort to step up and say, I'm going to have to take a big hit, but I'm going to I'm gonna deliver it to somebody. Yeah. Uh, but the receivers, uh, I, I hesitate. I don't want to blame them the most. But they were just absolutely awful. They were awful, man. Forget now, the forget the drops. Guys couldn't get open. Yeah, the other thing is, like you were saying, Mahomes was quick to get out of the pocket. 
it's on the receivers to get in his vision. Yes. Like, I know you think he's Patrick Mahomes, so throw it to you left hand, behind the back, whatever. All I have to do is stay where I am because I'm open. But, like, he's on the move. You have to get where he can see you. Like, you can't be behind him while he's on the move. Yeah, man, there's that button in Madden when the quarterback scrambles where you could just make the receivers, like, just try to get open. Yeah. All I only saw that from Kelsey. Kelsey was the only one I saw even make an effort to be a target. Yep. And that, to me, was, like, just bad. It was. It was. I mean, there was just so many things, like... Like, Tampa Bay pressures Mahomes all night. I, I again, I'm not the, the, the most knowledgeable football guy, and I turned the game off with about three and a half minutes left. I saw three blitzes. Yeah. Three blitzes, and Mahomes is under pressure all game? All game. I mean, that was bizarre. Yeah. And I was expecting Tampa Bay to blitz like crazy. Yeah, and then it it wasn't coming, it wasn't coming, and yet they were getting pressure, they were getting sacks, they were rushing everything that Kansas City was doing, right? Uh, yeah, and, and uh, you know, in that regard, I I give a little bit of blame to Andy Reid because every time the Bucks struggled, Brady got easy throws. Yeah, it felt like Mahomes never had easy options. I agree, never. And it's just what's mind blowing is how Tampa Bay shut everything down that they do. It, yeah, it, but the thing is, <laughs> they they guarded it, and then the Chiefs let them shut it down. Yes, because it didn't truly look shut down to me. I agree. But the way the Chiefs are playing, they like okay, well, you can have it. I didn't. It didn't look like the Chiefs wanted this. Yeah, man, I I just I thought the leadership was trash. I thought Mahomes that whole second half never even like tried to rile anybody up. Yeah. Uh and, and you could tell that he was getting deflated by the 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 how many guys were just dropping touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, uh, that one he laid out on when they zoomed in on his face. Yes. He was like, "Come on, man, what happened?" Yes. Why did but, you not catch that? But he's got to be better when, you know, all aspects of the team are struggling, including him. Yeah. He's got to find a way to will that joy in. That joy can't only come in when, like, he becomes superhuman. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where, again, I texted you during the game. They needed to get kicked, punched in the mouth like this. Yeah, maybe. I think they were getting too comfortable... I think they were getting too confident in how good they were. You saw it by how they were playing. Yeah. All year, they'd go down to trash teams and make an easy comeback. Yeah. Like, that's not going to work in the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, I mean, I was just shocked. Again, everything was bad. Yeah. Other than Pringle, who had a good game, (laughs) he was the only positive chief I saw out there. And that was really just on special teams. Right. He made some special team plays. Uh, I think he had a couple good tackles. Like, he just played with good energy the whole time. I feel like an idiot for thinking Hardman had a chance of being the X Factor. He was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I thought Solaire Edwards had some nice plays. Yeah. The running back. But they, like, they weren't even getting blown out, and they just stopped running the ball. Yeah. Uh... So, I, I don't know, man. I thought 
you know, Breland takes the brunt of the defensive blame. Yeah. But I thought Matthew picked it up in the second half, like, in the worst way, I'm saying. Yeah, he did. Because, okay, you got the pick that got called back. You were playing great early on. They looked like they were avoiding you. Yeah. And then and then you make the dumbest mistake I could imagine. Yeah. You're playing like trash, and you decide to talk shit to, to Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah. That was bizarre. And and right on cue, and I didn't I didn't text this to you because it just didn't really click to me. But they come out in the second half and they started picking on him. Yeah, they did. Breland still got cooked a couple times because he was just so bad. Yeah. Uh, but they stopped like picking on Breland and they went at Matthew like multiple drives in a row. But what the crazy Matthew... thing is, Go him ahead. getting mad that time seemed like he was mad that they worked him that one possession. Exactly. That one down. Exactly. He got the interference, and they said, okay, well, we're coming right back at you. And they went right back at him, and then he went and got mad at Brady for that. Exactly. And in the second half, at least in the third quarter from when I was watching, they were picking on him. Yeah, they were. And, and all he did was continue to complain. He kept, like, he was that guy who was crying about not having help. Yeah. You know that, like, annoying pickup basketball player that doesn't play any defense but gets pissed off that you didn't help him? Yeah. That's what he was doing. Yeah. And it, it, it was just, again, just bad leadership. It was on both ends. And, like, and <laughs> to be honest, he's the one player on the team that shouldn't need help because he's by far, you know, he's like top five strong safeties in the league. I know. That's, that's what shocked me. Again, like, this team acted like they needed uh, their star players to be stars. Yeah, and it looked like they had nobody else. Other than yeah, the stars. it was just bad, man. It, it, I was so, I was so, like for for about two and a half, three quarters, uh, I kept saying to myself, like I'm sure a lot of other people who watch the Chiefs, they're gonna wake up. Yeah, like they're they're about to get wake up. Oh look, Travis Kelsey got three straight like big completions. They're waking up. Yeah. Oh, Tyreek Hill got like a nice little catch and run. They're about to wake up. Before I knew yeah. it, I was going to sleep, and nobody woke up. Yep. Uh, and I just, it was it was disappointing, man. <laughs> oh, and three against Brady. <laughs> yeah, man. That was my first thought after the game. <laughs> now on the Buccaneers side, I'm not surprised. I'm not impressed. It was just, it just was what it was. Again, we talked about it: high highs, low lows. Yeah. When they play well, they're just they could beat anybody in the league. Yeah. They could do that with Jameis Winston. We we also said if you make mistakes against Brady, it's over. It's over. And they made way too many mistakes on defense specifically. Yes. And then, you know, it for the first couple minutes, I was like is Gronk playing? And then all of a sudden, he just takes over. He just takes it right to the end zone twice. Like, it was just Gronk easy. looked like he was waiting for this game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because I watched, I watched Tampa Bay probably just as much as any other team except maybe the Ravens. Yeah. And I never even saw, like, flashes of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, he just looked unguardable. Yeah. 
Uh, and he just made everybody on the Chiefs' defense look too small. Yeah, he did. And, I, you know, once he scored the touchdown, and like you said, Kelsey had those three. I think I texted you and I was like, Kelsey, you know, he's trying to show everybody he's the exactly. yeah. top dog at tight end. And then he disappeared basically after that possession. Yep. After that drive, I didn't see him again really. I just like Tampa Bay was so disciplined. That's what shocked me. Yeah. Like that's one thing I I just never expected from them is that they would be the ones who will play mistake free, who'll keep it simple. They they didn't like force bombs down the field. Uh they they committed to running the ball after like the first two drives. Yeah. And they in credit to them because after they got stumped on the goal line, yeah, I know a lot of teams that would have never ran the ball again. Yeah, at least with Tom Brady at quarterback. Yeah, uh, but they said no. Like we're gonna keep it simple. We're gonna mix it up, and and it just worked so well because this team is talented. Yeah, nobody questions that. Right. Yeah, and the, you know the crazy thing is. Back to the well, the Bucks defense. The defense was great, and they, I mean, they put pressure on Mahomes. But you know, they only got to him three times. I think it was three sacks. I mean, they got to him more than that, but yeah, he had to throw one straight to the ground. I think he only threw like four, like maybe three away. It wasn't a lot. It was just. But he was like, he had to zoom around all game. Yeah. All game on a bad ankle. Yeah. Uh while Brady while Brady just stepped up and ma- ma- threw dots. Yeah. I mean AB got going for a little bit. Uh Mike Evans had some big plays. Huge plays. I was just shocked, man. I I even liked beyond Gronkowski, I thought the other tight end for them played really great. Uh, Brait, I think, Brait, or Brait, yeah, something Brait. like that. Brait, yeah. Yeah, I thought he, every time he was out there, he looked just as big as the other, you know, Gronk and Kelsey, looked just as easy of a target. He had and, that one run. I was like, who was that? Exactly. He had, the, like, it was a big <laughs> up-the-middle catch yeah. and run. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did they get him from? But that was, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm watching this mediocre second-string tight end. He runs a basic route. Tom Brady has a basic completion, even if he doesn't get a ton of yards running the ball. It was like a screen. It was like the... Yeah, it was like a short, delayed kind of, like, dump-down screen. Yeah, and he just took off. Like a rocket, too. He looked all fast. I'm like, wow. Exactly. But my problem... playing trash. (laughs) (laughs) But my problem is, like, Mahomes never had that option. No. Where was Sammy Watkins' game? I know where to be found. We can't run. We can't run some basic screens. That's not in the in the playbook. Like, what is what is going on? And do they have a backup tight end? Not that I know of. When Kelsey came out, it looked like they had no one on the field. <laughs> yeah, man, it was just bad. All, like, how do you how do you come into a Super Bowl flat and you stay flat the whole game? <laughs> I remember after he had those. I think two or three really nice receptions. He like asked for a break, 
and then yeah, they had like three terrible plays after that. Yeah, that was it was down, and he stayed in the game. I think Mahomes had to run for the next first down, and then you know, then they were just really bad once he got back in. It just like threw off all the momentum that he built. Hill, Hill just looks soft this game to me. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't like saying that because I definitely don't think he's soft. But he just looked, he didn't look like he was all the way there. It it just, it was ugly, man. A long story short, it was ugly. But congrats. I was just, man, this was one of the more excited, like, that I was coming into a Super Bowl. And I was just so let down. Now tell me this: Does this hurt Mahomes' legacy? That's where I disagree with people. I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. You know, I think obviously, if from here on there becomes some kind of weird struggle, yeah, uh, then we could come back to this as like maybe a, a turning point. Yeah, but but I I have enough faith in the just the Chiefs as a whole that this will motivate them. I agree. And again, like I said, I, I think they needed this kind of loss. I think they needed a heartbreaker to to show them that they're not invincible. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I think, again, a lot of valuable lessons to take away from this game. Mm-hmm. Like discipline, like leadership, just just being like playing to win the game. It, yeah. it felt like Kansas City knew they had no chance, I would say, a couple minutes into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that, to me, again, I, I just hated that. I'm like, you're in the Super Bowl, okay? You're down. You know, you never were down, like, a crazy amount. Right. You know, for regular teams, three touchdowns is a crazy amount, but not for Kansas City. I thought for sure they, if they had gotten that last one in the third quarter, I'm like, oh, this would be a game. Yeah. And, you know, we saw what happened. Right. It, you know, um, <laughs> it's like when, when, uh, when LeBron played against the Warriors and he didn't have, like, when that year everyone got hurt. Yeah, and, when Della Vadova was his second guy. <laughs> yeah. And they lost when yeah. the Warriors beat him. Yep. Like, that didn't hurt his legacy. Nope. Because he still played pretty good, but, I mean, he didn't play good enough to win games. And, you know, he had guys there and they played all right. I think Love made it one game, right? Or one of them played, Love or Kyrie played some of the games. Kyrie, I remember, played most. He got hurt at the end of game one. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So it's like, stuff like that, I think if you didn't watch this, maybe for someone it would make them, um, would hurt Mahomes' legacy. But watching this game, I saw nothing, I still saw greatness from Mahomes. But the thing is, I... It just looked like he was playing with no one else out there. No help. Defense was great. Yeah. I don't know how much better he could have done, you know, with the defense and, you know, based on how his receivers played. You know, I I saw a fight in him. I did. I did, too. Uh, Again, his leadership could have been better, but he never never gave me those disgusting Aaron Rodgers vibes where it's like, okay, we're sucking, but, like, it's not me. Right. So like I'm I'm not gonna do anything differently. Right. 
and again, he was running for his life, like trying to make something happen. That that face he made, man, it just it looked like so much pain. Of where is everybody? Yes, that's what it looked like. He looked like he was saying, "Where is everybody?" And no one else knew either. But this this idea that like uh, that his chance at being the greatest of all time is done nonsense. I'm like, dude, like nobody forgot Brady lost to Eli twice. <laughs> right, and so that just, people argue if he even is a Hall of Famer. That's the only reason we remember Eli is because he beat Brady twice. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't hurt Brady's legacy to me. Right. Does uh, losing Isaiah Thomas hurt Jordan's legacy? No, not at all. Exactly. So, it is what it is. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I, like, Tampa Bay, th- this, th- it didn't surprise me that Tampa Bay was this good again. Right. I uh, just, I didn't expect the Chiefs to just be awful in every way. Every single way. Um. So, obviously, the question that's floating around, is Tom Brady the greatest athlete? What do you think? Okay, this greatest, first of all, nothing, I don't ever want to hear Tom Brady an athlete in the same conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, Tom Brady's greatness is purely cerebral. Okay. It's, it's purely just better understanding and better confidence in his ga- his own game. Mm-hmm. Cuz like you watch Brady, it's not that he's like when you watch Mahomes, you go, "Wow, Mahomes is doing things I've never seen." Right. You said that for Rodgers, you say that for Watson, you know, you've said that a lot of, about a lot of the incoming greats. Yeah. With Brady, I never saw, like, oh, my God, Brady's doing something that nobody else can do. I said, I mean, I've said that about Cam Newton at times. Right. And Lamar. I mean, you know, with the running, they do right. stuff that no one's ever done. But, yeah, go ahead. But with Brady, it's the basics that he mastered over everybody else. Yeah. And it's it's how unfazed he is. Like, no matter what the pressure of the game, whether it's tied, whether he's down, whether he has a lot of time, a little bit of time, like it's we're getting Tom Brady. Yeah. And that's one thing he's mastered. He's just so comfortable no matter how much pressure's in the game. Right. That's that to me is by far his greatest attribute. Mhm. Like when when the game is stressful and his shit's just Shit's just going crazy, and you look and Brady's locked in. Yeah. You 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 feel more confident as a player. Yeah. His his poise is legendary. I, they showed at the end, like um, when they were just downing the ball to take the clock, yeah. and the guys were already celebrating. He came in and started clapping and cursing them out in the huddle. Did you see that? Yeah. That was fire. That was like the coolest it. thing I've ever seen Brady do. Dude, I I texted you at the end of the third quarter when they showed him sitting there on the bench, isolated. Yeah. And he had that, like, death stare look. Yeah. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Up 20. (laughs) It don't matter. This guy is 43, 
He's like you said, he's dominating the game. He's forty three. This is his tenth fucking Super Bowl, <laughs> and he wanted it more than anybody else on the field. Yep, sitting alone, not talking. It it didn't matter. Like he's he was really locked in. I thought he adjusted drive to drive. He did, yeah. Like you could just tell he was figuring out the Chiefs as the game was going on. And, and you know, like I texted you, it's crazy when people act like Brady cares about what or what the other quarterback is doing. <laughs> like he's not even watching. Yeah. <laughs> they throw him on the bench and he's never watching the game. Yeah, dude. He's, he's again another reason how why he's so great. He's locked in on what he's doing. Yes. That's just, another sign of just pure greatness. He don't care what the score is. He just he says, oh, we out there? All right. And we co- he comes out there and plays his game. Yes. Poise is a great word, man. I think his poise, I don't think anybody in the history of sports will touch his poise. Mm. Okay. I mean, seriously, like, you know, Jordan was great, but, like, the full-time poise. Yeah. Is just my like it's insane to me. Yeah, you uh, know I I always compare Brady to Tim Duncan of that's, football. That's, yeah, perfect comparison. You know nothing nothing fancy. He's not like obviously not more athletic than anybody, but he plays his game better than anyone else plays their game, and stays within his game. And you know, like you said, his poise. It, he he looks like he's the most well coached person in the league all the time and he just proved it don't have to be the same coach yep and he, I, I, I still don't think Bruce Arians is a good coach not me either me uh, either I think he, he has a good staff though I agree yeah yeah I, Brady man the self-awareness is just crazy that's another thing that like I, I get mad at a lot of the, the NBA divas mm-hmm for not having self-awareness with certain things. Yeah. Uh, but Brady, just like you said, he knows his own game. Yep. And he's just mastered it to such an extent. There's clearly a drive to him that other people just don't have. Yeah. Just like Kobe had, just like MJ had. All the guys that sustain greatness, they sustain discipline. Yep. And, and I mean... Tom Brady's just a picture perfect example of that. And the way he lacks the way he's so um I don't want to say lacks emotion, but he's so even keeled at all times. Like the even with the uh honey badger thing, him and Matthew getting into it, like right after that, it was like it never happened for him. Oh yeah, like he came he, out in the second half like he was like he needed to be better. Yeah, like you like you noticed Matthew looked desperate after that. <laughs> yeah. But then Brady just it was like nothing ever happened. And apparently Brady got the best of the argument or whatever they said. Yeah, apparently, supposedly he sent him an apology though. Well, well I mean at the time Brady got the best of it and he still was like you wouldn't have even noticed anything happened. He was just so cool. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, he, he's the man. Um, so when we're talking about NFL, is he the GOAT? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. 
Again, he's not like he's like a separate. He doesn't really qualify as like best individual talent or anything like that. Yeah, he's the most decorated. It's just the the attention to detail. Yep. Yep. And Brady's like, Brady's a great role model of an athlete. Mm-hmm. That's you know a what good I mean? Because like he he shows you the right way to learn your, the game. Yeah. Uh, whereas a lot of guys, it's just kind of talent, and then they learn the rest of the game. Right. Uh, Brady's just he's just a role model athlete to role model football player. Yep. All right, let's do it, man. You want to go halftime, or you want to just talk about the commercials first? <laughs> Uh, let's do halftime first. Okay, I don't have too much to say about either, but uh, halftime, man. You know, you you gotta explain to me. You gotta convince me. You know, you you threw out hot takes as soon as it ended. <laughs> uh, I well, was kind of mind blown. So I, explain yourself. <laughs> I read a lot of reviews about it today, actually, and I think I've found a better way to put it into words for me. Um. All right. So obviously the weekend performed at halftime. Every I think everyone knows that now. Yep. This it being like most memorable, most great, all that stuff. Uh, uh, no way. It's no way. It That's, was okay. I'm with you on that. And I I know I know you're with me on that, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's trash because it wasn't trash. But I think. The halftime show in the past has been special because guys have pushed the envelope for me, and I saw none of that here. It just looked like a it just looked like a good concert, and I, and I get it. It wasn't a lot of fans, so it was it had to be a little bit different. Um, the guys on the field, the field part was cool. I'll acknowledge that, but everything up to the field part was kind of it was just kind of. I don't. I don't know. It was just. It was more weird than it was like fire to me. That's all. And I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the weekend. I like the weekend. Um, I liked his song choice for the most part. I think. I don't think I had any problem with his song choice. Obviously, the audio wasn't all there, but I let that slide after uh, when they started playing the violins for earned it. That was fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that was fire. Um, I hated the uh, the light thing that with in the room. I hated that part. The can't feel my face part, right? Yeah. Yeah, when they're all like clowning around, like stumbling and shit. That part, and when he had the he had the camera and was yeah, that was whack. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of good memes coming out of that. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, but. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm completely... My my kind of... I had a weird reaction as I was watching it. Because it started off like odd, odd to me. Kind of like how you're describing it. Yeah. I thought his initial commitment to like the performing for the camera was, was super trash. I agree. Because I, I was surprised considering how there's like a third of the, the arena is packed. And he starts out, and there's a lot of sound, a lot of energy. Yeah. And I thought, like, he could just... Perf- you, you got 25K people. Like, again, it's not a full stadium. 
Right. But you still got an audience to perform for. Yeah, and he was only in that one side, that one right. corner of the arena. I thought that was weird, too. Right. And I thought there was like a weird focus on making sure the TV audience had a good perspective. Yeah. And that was just completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, li- literally every time I get it when he went in the room with the for the can't feel my face like that was cool because he's not really in front of the audience. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of more of like a video kind of moment. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a problem at that point, but when he's on the stage when the crowd is hyped, dude, it's it takes me out of the performance that you're looking at like staring at the camera. <laughs> and we couldn't hear him. That was right. what, on top of what you're saying, we couldn't hear him at first. That's so that that's crazy. what really had me concerned early on. I'm like, dude, his like his vocals don't sound very good. <laughs> and like if you're selling the weekend on vocals, you sold the whole show before it even started. Right. Uh but they again it got better as it went on. It did. Uh I, I like the the transition from song to song. I expected to like the song choices. Mm-hmm. His his top you know his hit catalog is is too easy. It is yeah. Uh, and but what I really liked and you mentioned it for the the violin for earned it. Yeah. I thought there was a number of tracks, especially in the second half, where they kind of made the beat a little more up tempo than it normally is. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that made it a little more of like a higher energy, a little more of like a dance vibe. I agree. Uh, didn't didn't deep dive R and B too much, mm-hmm. uh, and again because he closed it strong on the field. I thought closing with blinding lights. I didn't expect that to be where he would go, mm-hmm. uh, but the way he came out on the field and how the 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 guys that were performing were all like doing crazy stuff and they were in sync for this time. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really good and. I, I forget how, like, catchy Blinding Lights is. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the hit right now. Uh, right. And it, it was it was a perfect choice to close it out on that. Yeah, it was. Definitely. You know what I think the problem is? And this is why I enjoyed it more than, like, you did it's off rip. Mm-hmm. My expectations were, were not good. Like, you had a feeling it would be trash. <laughs> I, never, I never said that. But I was like, man, you know, you got a third of the stadium... You know they're going to do some weird shit because of the fact that there's not a full crowd. Yeah. So I expected to, like, hate certain things about it. Yeah. But it, nothing was, like, so bad that it just completely ruined the performance for me. Oh, I'll, I'll agree. Nothing ruined the performance for me. But I, I did... Like, I knew all those facts about the stadium. You know, I knew he was going to have to get creative with how they did it. But I thought they'd get more creative than they did so that that's one thing maybe i hoped for it more than i expected it and i know what threw me off what threw me off is that report that came out that he put like seven million of his own money into it yeah that's nonsense that's that to me was like man he's really trying to do something wild Uh but it looked like to me he put the seven million in just to like fit the budget better yeah because there's not like that's one thing I do agree with you is he didn't really like push the envelope at all. Not at all. He just put on a good show. 
Yeah, and you know the thing having only him hurt for me too because it kind of got to the point where I'm I was like <laughs> I, I mean I don't mean this in as harsh as I'm saying it but it got to the point where I was like okay like when is he gonna be done like not that I wanted it to end to be fair I I feel like that about a lot of halftime shows <laughs> But I don't feel like that when there's multiple people as much. Yeah, you're right. When it, when it was just him, like even Justin too. When it was just Justin, I'm like, all right, like let's wrap it up. In I my mind, J- I was J Lo and Shakira felt like it never ended. <laughs> That's true. I remember J Lo just kept going. I was like, man, like Shakira's part was a little bit shorter, but yeah, J Lo was going really through long. the whole catalog. It felt like. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, like I said, I would have liked Daft Punk to come out there and give us maybe a song and a yeah, half. He even played uh, "I Feel It Coming." I know. And I they was, did Starboy too, right? He started, yeah, he started off with Starboy, and then he played "I Feel It Coming" at one point. I'm like, dude, like you could have thrown Daft Punk in this. I really thought when "I Feel It Coming" came on, I thought Daft Punk was gonna be there, so that kind of hurt me. I was like, oh man, all right, let's see where he goes with this, and then it. You know, and no surprise. It was no surprises either to me. Right. Like even the the last thing was climactic. It was cool. You know, all the guys on the field looked cool, but it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, I I mean, even Justin surprised me with the Prince thing. Um. I was pretty. I've been. I've been surprised pretty much every halftime show, except for. Black Eyed Peas surprised me with how bad they were. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really surprised with the weekend. That's all. Yeah, again, I, I give him a, a good pass just because the stadium wasn't packed. Yeah, I get uh, that. I think if the stadium was packed, the energy level would have just been so much more crazy. Absolutely. Uh, even with again, he just he put on like a basic good show. He did. He did. Uh, but with with the way the year has gone on and. Just how shows have been impacted by everything going on. I think a full stadium would have went crazy for for this. And that's what I read. I read a lot of people saying that what will be more memorable is the fact that he did it this year more than his actual performance. That's yeah. That's not a bad way to put it. I just I don't think it was so basic that like you could just be like it was boring. No, it wasn't boring. No, uh, it definitely kept attention. He's he's a guy. He's a guy similar to Justin Timberlake. If you know, I want him back in a decade or maybe a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think you know another four to five projects from him. If he's gonna go that far, and even if he doesn't, I just think he's he's creative enough to. If you give him another shot, he'll try. He'll push the envelope more. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> one one thing he's got to do is get some new dance moves. For sure. The dancing was bad. That was him doing his little, like, inside-outside shuffle. <laughs> For, like, two beats. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when he hit it the first time, I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. When he hit it the second time, I was like, yo, like this, yo, I never want to see this move again, bro. <laughs> he looked like he was trying to see if he would, like, catch catch a rhythm or something catch yeah, a vibe yeah. and he it never was, caught it it wasn't a good luck yeah <laughs> yeah hey man, I was I was happy it's been a long time since I've seen him like look normal you know 
Yeah. He's dude. We've all we've seen from him is like the bandages on his face and shit. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of surprised seeing him just like as a normal guy. Like his outfit wasn't too crazy. He didn't. He wasn't like he didn't do anything crazy for himself. I gotta say, I'm done with the red jacket though. No more. Like <laughs> it's it's getting. Let's vary the color at least. Like, can we get another shade of red? You know. Yeah. Like, what is he? What is he trying to do now with that? I don't know. And that was the other thing about this. This is the last thing I'll say. A lot of it felt really gimmicky to me. Like he was trying to like trying to influence people with this. Like with the um, like the I guess there were angels or something in the beginning. Yeah. That part, and you know the red jackets, the bandages. It's like, all right, we like we've seen that all year now. It's been like over a year of him doing that. Like I'm done with it now. Yeah, he kind of like he he kind of took elements out of his own music videos. Yeah. Uh, which which I thought was it it it's a like a it's in character for him to do that. Yeah. But I just I wish he wouldn't have. I wish he would have came with something different. That's a, that's how I feel. That's really all it is for me. I don't you know I I was hoping it was better. That's all. It's not trash, but it's not one that five years from now I'd probably have to look it up on YouTube to remember what happened. To be yeah, honest, yeah, you know he he didn't Bruno Mars it. Bruno Mars is his top five. <laughs> the solo one. Definitely. I think I think Bruno Mars maybe I don't know I don't want to rank it because I just don't remember some of the ones I didn't like as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his was probably the most memorable halftime show I've ever watched. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Prince's is like the unanimous goat because it's Prince, but since Prince's, no one is close to Bruno for me personally. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anything about Prince's because you already know where I am with it. Oh, yeah. But other than that, Bruno's was Bruno's was great. The Beyonce, um, Destiny's Child thing, and then Bruno was there for that, too, I think. Mm-hmm. That one was cool. Um, I'm good on Beyonce. Yeah, you know. Beyonce just puts on a show, man. She didn't even have to sing, and it would have been good, you know. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> one thing. That's one thing. She could pick trash songs and turn up people up. So yeah, she's a cheat code for sure. Yeah. All right, commercials. I don't have too much to say, man. I I, I enjoyed the commercials. That kept me watching a lot more than you know the game did. Yeah, me too. This was a way better year for commercials than last year for me. Yeah, the the simple commercials were much better. The comedy was better. Just the creativity was a little bit better. And I think more celebrities are, I think celebrities are more open to commercials now. It seems like maybe maybe it could have had something to do with just the year. They probably had more time. Yeah, maybe maybe. Uh, but I, I just thought I thought the just to off the top some of my favorites. Uh, the obviously the. Winter Soldier Falcon thing looked great. Great, yeah, can't like wait for the, that. For a teaser to get me hyped as that did, I was I was so happy to see that. Yeah, uh, but I thought the Paramount like streaming thing when they were all on the mountain. Yeah, they had all those characters. Yeah, and it was a lot of like show characters, TV characters. Yeah, uh, I thought that was cool, but 
again, another streaming service. My God. I agree. Uh, Jesus, it's just getting out of hand. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but the the State Farm commercial with Drake popped up was just fire. Yeah. Uh, and the other one I think I texted you was the the Gwen Stefani and uh, and Blake. Yeah, Blake Shelton had their little back and forth. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, I like that. I liked um, the Will Ferrell and Keenan. Yes, I yes. like that one a lot. Yeah, that was really good. I was hoping that one came back like for extra. Well, it might have. I didn't watch the rest, the ending. But I was hoping that like had another episode to it or something. Yeah, because he was popping up in the little short promos a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. And in the past, they've had those where they would have you know one part, and then later on, the next part would come. So I thought that was coming. That was pretty cool, though, because, uh, you know, Will is just Will. He's hilarious. I already know yeah. how he is. You know, in the past, I was a little bit nervous because in the past, the the thing I looked forward to the most was like the movie trailers and the trailers for stuff. Mm-hmm. And I knew we weren't going to get that much of that. Yeah. Um, and I will say CBS tried to like sell the whole the whole evening with all their trash like up and coming shows. Yeah. And that's that's like a staple for Super Bowls, but it it just looked extra trash this time to me. Yeah, and the thing is, they did it so much. Yes, it's like we we've known for weeks that Equalizer was coming on after the game. Yeah, like, I, I saw promos for Clarence or uh, for Clarice for a couple weeks before this too. Yeah, they didn't need one every single break. Like, yo, I yeah. was here last break. It's the Super Bowl. Like, you don't have to have it every break. Where do yeah. where do they think people go at the breaks? Yeah, dude, everybody had the food ready. Like, come on, people don't really leave like regular games, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so um, that was kind of crazy. They really, I don't remember any real big movie. Uh, the only one was Fear Fast Nine. Oh yeah, Fast Nine, and the Coming to America too. Those yeah. are the only two I remember. Yeah. Fast Nine looks lit. But I mean, uh, you know, th- how can I it just, not? Be? I don't like that they're still they're still functioning with under this impression of like we're coming to theaters, like get ready to turn up in the theaters for this. You think Fast Nine is gonna come to the home? I think it's gonna be later than everything else because it's you know much more of a blockbuster. Yeah. But I, I, it's more that I'm convinced that we're not getting out of this lifestyle anytime soon. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how long are you gonna have the movie sitting there? You know. Yeah. Uh, at at a certain point, you gotta put it out. Well, it, I mean, they could. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know how they do it. Skip. I don't understand. Skip seats at the theaters or something. I I feel like well yeah that's the if they do get back to it that's. They're gonna, you know, try to have some kind of guidelines. Yeah. Uh, but we see, you know, with the NBA, guidelines are can get messy. Yeah. Uh, and one thing I will say, like the the move, the whole like movie business, I thought they rushed. They went from overcharging for you know watching the movie releases at your house, like Mulan did. Mm-hmm. And then they went to like nothing. <laughs> just take it. Like like just with if you have HBO Max, you you're good. Yeah. And Paramount's yeah. gonna do that too, apparently. 
Right. And I, for as a viewer, you know, I, I love that. Yeah. But I thought they could have they could have settled on like basic rental prices like uh like they used to be on demand. Yeah, like five ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, like I, that's a healthy price to pay for you know Wonder Woman two. Yeah, especially when you can you know everyone can watch it at home like you right. Know. And again, th- that way you're still there's still some level of like income coming in. Yeah. Now to me, you're putting all your marbles in the. Like, how many subscribers do we have on our streaming service? Yeah. And that, the what, just how many streaming services there are now, I just feel like there's like a bad, there's going to be a bad implosion of content. Hmm. Explain, what do you think? I don't know, man. I, I just think, like, movies are going to not be as profitable, so the quality is just going to decrease. Mm, I gotcha. And then we're just going to get to that, like, remakes, remakes, sequels, sequels. Like, please, God, no. Hmm. I, see, I could see. But that's just, like, mean. a fear I have just because, again, doesn't seem like coronavirus is going away anytime soon. This, uh, Netflix has a new movie coming every week now? Is it that it seems doing? like it, yeah. That, they No, they said for sure if it was going to be week. I think it is weak, and then HBO Max is doing every month or something like that. You want to save the movie talk for uh, next episode? We can talk about it now. Yeah, uh, Outside the Wire, man. Yeah, Netflix. I I loved it. I loved it, too. I did. I loved it. It it brought me back, and Netflix did this so well. Uh, The one with Charlize Theron in the summer. Yeah. Uh, the one extraction the guard, with, old guard, with M- yeah, yeah, old guard, and then yeah. extraction. Yeah, it's it's like this John Wick formula of we could keep the action movie simple, but we're gonna like we're gonna at the same time we're gonna kind of do things in a different way. Yeah, or we're gonna get creative with this simple formula. Yeah, and this was another case of that. I again. This concept of this movie is is I've seen it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Bionic uh, Man, right? We've yeah. seen it countless times. Yeah, and but the the you you cast great, great. The movie's pace is great, great. Uh, the world is great. Yeah, the setting is just like everywhere you go, you're like curious to like with all this technology. Yeah, uh, and I thought the. Again, because the pace was good, the story progressed in a in a good way. Yeah, and and you know, one thing sci-fi movies mess up a lot to me is like they made the they revealed enough about the technology that it made sense and they didn't go into like details that made it cloudy. Like I never like a lot of sci-fi movies make me question the technology sometimes. Right. I'm like, "Okay, well, how how did that work?" But in this, it, it seemed like they told you enough that you knew like how it was gonna go, but not enough that made you question how it worked. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, there, there was enough of a mystery to it, but you're not like clueless. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that I thought that was handled really well. I thought the main character, I didn't like him, but honestly, with the ending, it made the movie better that I didn't like him. Yeah. Uh, because it kind of. You know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it flipped the script uh, at a certain point 
and not that I didn't see it coming, but the way they handled it was like in a way I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, Mackie, uh, I mean, he's great, man. He is. He's, he's great. So underrated. Yeah, and uh, uh, undervalued. Yeah, and I don't think he's like he. I don't look for a genre with him. I think he's a star in any role. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Uh, provided he gets the amount, you know, the fair amount of time to shine. Mm-hmm. He's got that like natural on-screen charisma, you know. Yeah, that the greats I, I only the greats have. Yeah, all the Marvel superheroes got that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm happy, man. Like as a movie guy, I, I'm a little bit late on the Denzel movie, uh, but you know, at a certain point, I am getting HBO Max. So if anything, I will be catching up rapidly at one point. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, and Mackie is kind of on like a, he's kind of on a good run. I, I saw the Banker. That was really good. Um, what was the other one I saw? Obviously, the Avengers movies. Um, Detroit was good. Uh, <laughs> I liked him in Triple Nine. The movie say, was not that good, but I liked him in there. The yeah. night before was pretty good. There was, that was good. I actually watched that not that long ago for the first time. Very the night funny. before. Yeah, really funny. Yeah, he's you know, and like you said, it's just it really doesn't matter the genre. He just he figures it out. He's a great actor. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else we got? Uh, no. Well, you know, we're we're keeping an eye on the NBA. It's, they're they're uh they're humming along. Yeah. Talk about the all you know the All Star Game concerns, all that type of stuff. Yep. Yep. We got some NBA news to get to. Uh, Thursday. Um, yeah. Uh, that KD stuff is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back. Uh, so then, here's some Rick Ross. I guess it ain't no nice way to tell you niggas it's game over, huh? Hallucination of money, why nigga's stomach just rumble? Had to fuck with the Haitians and break a kilo to crumbles. Nigga living in rubble within them labeled a rebel. Any nigga want rumble, somebody hand me a shovel. Huh. Gotta silence the lambs, get on my buffalo bill. Stepping off the Sonoma with the black duffel back fill. Got a cute bitch with me, favor Kamora for real. Got me mill on the celly, that Big nigga Millie. worth a few mil. Woo. I multiply what I manage, I manage to multiply. Huh. Witness real niggas fail and watch you fuck niggas drive. Witness bitch niggas tell, Jabbar just got 25. At this point in my life, I'm just trying to survive, homicide, stay on my mind, Christopher Wallace on my time, R.I.P. to the legend, Tupac Shakur with a nine, Machiavelli returns as God forgives and I don't, resurrection of the real time to get richer than Trump, huh. I'm rolling the dice, four, five, six, young nigga, 19, four, five bricks, praying on your niggas, sinners full of hate, 
God forgives and I don't, only hustlers relate. Trying to keep my head above water, nigga. We pirates out here, nigga, just trying to stay afloat. Now I ride for my niggas. Huh? Huh? Fascination with fortune, afford me mansion and portions. Panoramas of portions, marijuana imported. Dreams of getting cream and never to be extorted. Huh. Seen so many things, be preposterous not to record it. Woo. Product is Woo. in demand, profit not far behind. Got on my mother pearl, she fucking up all the time. Babies be having babies, I'm talking about how I grind. Huh. Niggas thinking it's voodoo the way bricks be multiplying. Affiliated with wealth, associated with death. Self-made millionaire, snatch a triple beam off the shelf. Yeah, straight grim reaper, Air Jordans walking the street. Huh. Blackberry boss, one call you put to sleep. Yeah. I'm rolling the dice, four, five, six. Young nigga, 1945 bricks. Praying on your niggas, sinners full of hate. God forgives and I don't, only hustlers relate. The Lord is my light and my salvation, but I see none of you fuck niggas. Fuck what you heard, nigga. I need to feel it, I need to smell it. I need to see it. Motherfucker. God forgive me, I don't. Whoa.